What's that? A g g ghost? <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> I'm Aryan, and welcome back to the World Hopper's Guide to the Cosmere. This week, we're going to be taking a dive onto the concept of the cognitive shadow, a genus of being in the Cosmere that is intimately tied to several of the magic systems and plot lines. The early parts of this episode will be spoiler-free, with a light dusting of spoilers for the Stormlight Archive, Warbreaker, and Shadows for Silence in the Forest of Hell, but not to the point where you can't listen. But there will be strong spoilers for Mistborn's Secret History, which will follow. Do not listen to that part until you've read Secret History. That's just a very... Yeah, don't do that. It's a bad idea. Let's hit it. So, if you've listened to the Realmatic Theory episode of this very fine podcast, you'll recall that the Cosmere breaks down into three realms of existence, the physical, cognitive, and the spiritual. The phrase cognitive shadow is an in-universe term for the Cosmere equivalent of a ghost, a non-physical entity that nevertheless was, once in some way, a person. I'll let our good friend Brandon Sanderson himself describe the popular in-universe theory, but of course I'll be saying the words, so. The theory is this. Investiture seeks sapience. It looks for someone to control it, or, in some instances, spontaneously adopts personality. A mind, a cognitive aspect of a person, can become infused with investiture. This acts a little like minerals with petrified wood, replacing the mind and personality with investiture. When the actual person dies, this investiture imprint remains behind, a copy of the soul but not the actual soul. Others disagree with this and think that the soul itself persists. Still others reject this theory in its entirety. So, this investiture-made copy of a personality exists in the cognitive realm, but can find itself somewhat present in the physical realm as well. Most of the time, this is done by kind of stapling, almost, the shadow back into a body. We see this happen in Warbreaker, where the returned are given the divine breath and brought back to their new and improved bodies. The heralds from the Stormlight Archive achieve their immortality in the same way, when they return to Roshar during the Desolations, they obtain new bodies, and when they are killed in the Desolations, they return to Braze as Cognitive Shadows. These bodies that they have don't age or die naturally because the investiture-slash-life of the person is tied up in the shadow, not the body itself. At least that's kind of how I imagine it. But uh, effectively, they are immortal unless physically killed by something. Mild spoilers for Oathbringer, but the entities known as the Fused are in pretty much the same boat. Although these are beings made of investiture, it doesn't seem like the cognitive shadow necessarily has any inherent power beyond that of a normal person. The returned require their divine breath, which gives them power, and the heralds don't seem to have anything special beyond immortality, uh, unless they are wielding their honor blades. We mostly see cognitive shadows pop up in the novellas. Uh, those are specifically Shadows for Silence in the Forest of Hell and Mistborn Secret History. The spoilers for Shadows aren't too heavy, although the discussion will be around one of the more terrifying atmospheric aspects of the novella, so you may want to read that first. Um, the spoilers for Mistborn's Secret History are huge, so I recommend staying well away from that part of the discussion until you have read that story. Uh, that should be after you read the entire first Mistborn trilogy uh, and the three Wax and Wayne books up until and including The Bands of Mourning. Both of them are available in the Arcanum Unbounded, so pick that up and just read through whatever is uh, whatever you can read in there. It's a great book. So, uh, but yeah, we're gonna jump into it. So, in Shadows for Silence, uh, the cognitive shadows that we see are better known as shades, and these are basically the closest thing to full-on ghosts in the entire Cosmere. 
The Shades are mindless beings that haunt the force of hell, and they are created when someone dies. Though they are cognitive shadows in that they come from a specific individual, um, they don't really have personalities. They are animalistic and prone to being enraged when the rules of the forest are broken. Notably, when this happens, their eyes flare red, a sign that some sort of shardic corruption is happening. We don't need to get into the precise shardic influences that led to this, but the Shades will be explored more in a full novel that takes place on the planet Threnody anyway. Mistborn's secret history is the real moneymaker for what we know about Cognitive Shadows. Again, spoilers ahead. So, in secret history, our good friend Kelsier, the survivor himself, finds himself uh, awakening in the Cognitive Realm after his death at the hands of the Lord Ruler. Uh, he's in kind of a way station between death and whatever lies beyond. Through his own cleverness and some interaction with Preservation, he seeks out the Well of Ascension, where Ruin's power is kept controlled by Preservation's prison, and he uses it to bind himself to the Cognitive Realm. Eventually, once uh, Ruin is freed, Kelsier is also freed, and, and his unique position allows him to experience the realm and interact with a variety of world hoppers. From Hoyd to Chris to the Irie, his perspective on the Cognitive Realm is basically the longest we've spent actually seeing someone exist on that plane. As a Cognitive Shadow, he is unable to really interact with the physical realm, but he still holds some influence. Notably, he is capable of holding a shard, despite not actually having a body. He does so, and uh, holds preservation until Vin is capable of doing it. By the second Mistborn era, we see that he has somehow worked towards obtaining a body back on the physical realm. He's managed to create the Bands of Mourning, and has become the entity known as the Sovereign who saves the Southern Skadrians. Skadrians? Skadrians. Whatever. As of now, Kelsier is the one to be watching to kind of understand precisely the limits of what a Cognitive Shadow can do, because Kelsier is a man who tests all limits. So, um, a question about Cognitive Shadows that comes up is, 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 can they leave the system that they're based in? That is, could Kelsier pop up on other planets? Uh, for the great Cosmere Avenger story that probably won't be told, but that I kind of want to happen. According to Brandon, when asked if a shade from the Forest of Hell could uh, survive in another world, he says, Theoretically, yes, but they are highly invested, and leaving a world where you're highly invested behind when you have that investiture is difficult, as Kelsier discovered, and as most Spren discover. But, uh, given that, there appears to be at least one exception to this kind of vague rule. Uh, spoilers for Warbreaker here, and for some of the Stormlight Archive, uh, if you haven't read that book, I would suggest getting off. Um, but we've met at least one instance of a Cognitive Shadow who has managed to world hop, a returned. In fact, all of the five scholars have traveled to Roshar, and currently, Vasher is there right now. So, it's possible, perhaps, if you have a body, apparently. But, uh, there is some weirdness here, because there are other words of Brandon that say that the Heralds are definitely locked to Roshar. So, maybe the Oath Pact, which made them Cognitive Shadows, has different rules than uh, the way that the Returned work. We're not fully sure, it's just a little too early to tell right now. The rules of the game are super unclear. Um, we might get some if we ever get a Warbreaker sequel, as the Stromlight Archive progresses and we get uh, Vasher's backstory in that story, or until we get to uh, Mistborn Era 3, where Kelsier will have a much larger role. And then there is the more metaphysical question of identity. Is a Cognitive Shadow identical to the person they look like, or is it an imitation? We're getting into more abstract Cosmere philosophy here, a topic which Brandon himself has shied away from commenting on. Uh, because he is the creator of the universe, he kind of is great about letting all the theories sort of 
explore themselves. He lets those kinds of metaphysical questions get answered either by the fans uh, personally or by the characters personally. He does not like to comment or make any statements on that. There does appear to be a distinction between a soul and a shadow. Brandon says you need uh, an infusion of investiture into the soul in order to create the cognitive shadow, which suggests that either the shadow is made of pure investiture or it is a mix of soul and investiture. Ultimately, the question of identity is one we'll probably see explored more in further novels. Personally, I would say if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck, it's probably the same duck, but that is just my personal opinion. It's totally valid to think that they are just a copy, like a, a photocopy almost. Regardless, I would love to hear what you have to say on the matter or any ideas for future episodes, uh, things you want me to talk about. Um, go ahead and leave a comment wherever you leave comments. I don't know where that is, but I will see them probably. Uh, or shoot an email to worldhoppersguide at gmail.com. Regardless, uh, thanks to the Coppermind and the Arcanum for the very helpful facts. Uh, thanks to Kevin McLeod for the intro music. And thanks to you for listening. I will see you next time.